Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Hello and welcome to Full of Words podcast. This is episode number 11. And you're here today with myself, CJ, Catherine James, and Sue Kennedy. Hi, Sue. Hey, CJ. How are you going? I'm really well, thanks. It's beautiful and warm here today in this start of autumn kind of weather, but it's lovely and sunny and I'm feeling very invigorated by the weather. Half your luck. It's overcast here in Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. I don't mind. It's still a beautiful day. Excellent. Last week, we celebrated our 10th episode of podcasting, which I think is a significant milestone for having done in the last couple of months. And today we're going to talk about, I guess, another milestone that you reach when you finish your book. That would be a huge milestone. So is that the end of the process? Once you've finished it, it's done and then you just move on to the next thing. Is that right? Well, not quite. (laughs) Because you've gone to all that effort of writing the book because it's not a five-minute job. As we know, it's quite a process. The next thing you want to do is, of course, scream from the rooftops that you've written a book and let everyone know about it and sell as many copies as you possibly can. A good way to do that, of course, the socials are one, and we might have another episode on talking about that. But this today, what I'd really like to sort of talk about is the first thing you probably should do is create a website. Now, it doesn't have to be a huge elaborate website. It can be just, you know, a home page, a contact page, and then just a page that has your book on it. Or it can be just one page and have all that on the one page. It doesn't have to be huge. Now, that is something that we can help you with if you haven't got anyone that can help you do that. And again, we have links in our show notes if you want to contact and have a chat about that. But yes, it's very important too, I think, because people will want to know about you. And remember, we had a topic episode where we talked about the about page and how that's really, really important. So that is for everyone, authors, business owners, whoever it is, it's very important. You know, you need to have that on there. And of course, you need to have your book on there. And then you drive traffic to the website so that you can get people to check you out and also purchase your book. I think this is great advice because I think the most common thing you either hear about or you see or people talking about is putting it on Amazon. As far as I can tell, that's where self-published books go to die. Would that be right? (laughs) Yes, very well said. (laughs) Well, you know, they don't all die, but the thing is that, and a lot of people come to us and say, oh, you know, I've got my book on Amazon. Great. And it's like, and they go, but it's not selling. And I went, hmm, okay. And have you told anyone it's there? And they go, no. Well, that's right. Amazon doesn't promote it for you, does it? No. They don't care about you or your book or any product you have, anything. To them, you're just another product on their website. And that's basically you're just a number in their food chain. They don't care. They don't promote it. That's why you won't sell any books unless you tell someone that's where they have to go and purchase it or to your own website. Yeah. I guess having never sold a book before, you do need Amazon or a a platform to sell it from. 
or you can do it on your own website? How would you do that? No, look, you can do it all on your own. You don't need Amazon at all. There's a few different ways. PayPal is probably very easy to set up. Stripe. I prefer Stripe over PayPal, but some people prefer PayPal. So there are different versions of it. And that's where people can just put in their credit card and pay for it and it gets sent to you and you send the book to them? Exactly. And then what you can do, and I highly recommend a WordPress website, only because it's just user-friendly, it's easy. There are other platforms. We actually specialise in WordPress or Joomla. So there's a couple of different platforms that you can use. But with uh, WordPress, what you can do is have a plugin called WooCommerce, which is the shop. I've heard of that one. And that's quite easy to set up, but again, we can help do all that. And then what you do is you can then link that to Stripe or PayPal. You can even have it set up to go directly into your bank account, but that's a little bit more complicated to set up and more costly because you have to actually go through the bank and, you know, your bank and set it all up, pay set up and all that kind of stuff. Honestly, just getting one of these, you know, hooking up to PayPal or Stripe is a lot more easier. Does this WooCommerce cost anything? No, free. Okay. So I'm thinking I set up my website with Squarespace. So we're giving a plug to all of the providers here. I got a quote initially from somebody who was going to design it or develop it, I should say. I think those people are worth their weight in gold, the web devs and the web designers. But I just decided for myself, I didn't have 800 to $1,500 to pay somebody to do it. And I think perhaps first-time book publishers might be in that position, maybe not. You know, it might be a passion project and you have put money aside for it. I guess if you do have the money, it is best to go to an expert because then you don't have to worry about how this all happens. Exactly, especially if you're not techie. If you've got that mind and you're happy to have a bit of a figure out on your own, then go for it. But if you're not techie, honestly, it's just not worth the grief. Yeah, I agree. It's like this podcast. We just turn up and talk and somebody else actually creates it for us. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, we could do it, but you know, we don't have time to do all that. No, that's right. Someone else specializes in that and they can just do it. So either way, whether you've got the money to set up a website or you're just going to do a, a relatively cheap one like Squarespace, where you've got the domain and you set up your hosting, it's not going to cost very much per month. It is really important to have a a space that is dedicated to promote your book then. Definitely, yes. And I think with WordPress, the, don't go just get doing the free WordPress website. If you're doing it on your own, you don't want to be going getting the free one because what happens is you end up with like your name and then .wordpress and you actually can't promote that. I've seen those. Yes, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, so it has to be. and I, I do recommend having the your domain be your name. Mm-hmm. You know, so it could be like Sue Kennedy author, Catherine James author. Oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> there you go. And then, yeah, then selecting whether it's, you know, .com.au. I always recommend buying both if they're available, which they usually, they should be available, although I never forget the first time I searched my name on the internet and there were thousands of me and I'm like, <laughs> what? No. Oh, you need. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow, there's a lot of Sue Kennedys out there. So, But, you know, if your name's a little bit more unusual, then you'll be fine. You'll be able to purchase the domain name. I read not that long ago that your domain name, as in your name, is like the real estate of the future. 
people are saying snap up your name as a .com now if you've got any ideas of business at some point because obviously if somebody else purchases it and you want it and you have to buy it off them, they can sort of essentially hold you to ransom of any price. Definitely. Well, I own suekennedy.com.au. I think it's just the AU. I think the .com was gone, as I say, because I'm so popular. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it's not me, but anyway. I'm one of many. (laughs) And I guess what that allows you to do, because my first instinct would be to create a website with the name of the book, but if it's your name, then you can publish more books, right? Exactly. And that's the reason why you choose your name, because this may be the first of many books, especially there's people that write series, whole series of books, children's books. You know, you might end up writing a heap of different children's books. It might not be a series. It just could be that you are addicted to writing children's books and you will have more than one. So if you name it after the book, then you're going to have to create a website every time you write a book, and that's a lot of work. It's easier just to create it under your name. Yeah, that seems unnecessary, creating multiple websites. So then once you've got your website set up, whether you've done it yourself or you've engaged somebody to do it for you, so you were saying before about having the book on there, you know, obviously the title, but you want essentially a blurb about the book and about yourself, really, don't you, to give people an idea. Definitely. So, yeah, again, going back to the about page, like you need to have a good about page. If you don't have that, CJ can help. And, and of course, yes, you need to have a, a bit of a blurb about the book without giving away everything. Another thing you could do is create an opt-in on that page or website where you could give away maybe the first chapter of the book and that way you can collect their details and then you can email them different things. So, you know, it could be like purchase, here's where you can purchase a copy of my book or my next book is coming out. You can maybe pre-sale, you can put pre-sales up, whatever. That's smart. So there's another real estate of the future is the email list. Yes. Anyone, I think, who has put together an email list is able to immediately let people know if there's an updated version of the book or a, a movie you've been optioned by Reese Witherspoon for your story, you know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you don't know. Actually, someone was telling me the other day that they knew someone that had written a book and Hollywood picked them up. Yeah, and now their little pastime while COVID was on in lockdown has earned them millions of dollars. So how awesome. What a silver lining, hey? I know, right? A lot of people did write books in COVID. Yeah, well, I guarantee you that person who got picked up by Hollywood wasn't found by Hollywood, as in they would have had this website or some sort of promotion that we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, they didn't just go, oh, you know, Bob Smith in Sydney wrote a book, let's go and just give him a ring. (laughs) Yeah. Wouldn't happen like that. (laughs) It'd be nice, but it doesn't happen like that. We know marketing is not easy, but it's essential. It is. And you've got to get out there, put yourself out there and get yourself known. So I think starting with an author bio that tells a little bit about you and who you are and perhaps when you wrote the book and why is always good. For some reason, you know, I often talk about Stephen King, one of my favorite authors, but I really like at the end of his novels, he writes when he started and finished the novel. So when it was written, so it will say like May 2017 to 
June 2018. And for some reason, I really like that because it locates when he was spending the time on the book for me. I quite like seeing that. So I'd love to know about the story behind and when it was written. And and perhaps, you know, if it was written during COVID or the idea came to you while everyone was at home during COVID. Yeah, I think that's, and you're right, a lot of people are like that, that we like to know. It's just the way we're built. We like to know little intricate information like that it's just I don't know why but we just do and we enjoy knowing (laughs) I think it gives it more meaning when you understand why somebody has written something particularly if it's an emotional story or if it's written for somebody in particular in their life or in remembrance of it definitely gives it more meaning and more resonance to you when you read that book definitely another thing that would be good if I mean not everyone's up to this but putting a little video yeah. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be just a little intro of this is the book, briefly what it's about. That is also a great piece of content because you're capturing the audience that because there's people, some people that like to just read, some people like to watch a bit of a video. I mean, yes, they're buying the book and they're going to read the book, but as far as, you know, when they're searching to purchase something, a quick video, I know I like a video because it's quick and easy and I can go, yep, I'm able to make a decision, I think, quicker and easier. You're right. It conveys a lot more information fast. And if you're not in the mood for reading, you can just watch and view. I enjoy reading or watching videos with auto-generated captions just to see how wrong they are. Have you ever noticed how bad they are? <laughs> yes, yeah, sometimes they're not the best. <laughs> oh, sometimes they're just way off and you've got no clue. You can hear what they're saying. It's completely wrong, but that makes me laugh. But anyway, back to the author. You've written the book. You've now created a website. You've put some information on there, a video particularly, which we've spoken about, SEO, search engine optimization. Google loves videos. They love authenticity. If you write about what your book is about, then if somebody is looking for a book about that topic, beekeeping in, you know, Lisbon or something, I don't know. (laughs) I do come up with the weirdest type things. (laughs) Mosaicing while beekeeping in Lisbon. Then Google is going to pick that up and is going to provide your website to the person who is interested in that book. Yes, they'll serve that up to the people that are searching. Exactly. Another point, the video as well as with search engine optimization, the images and the video need to have you know, been the meta description and the keywords need to be added to those because when the spider bots, as they're called, that come through for Google to check and they come through, they can't see. It needs to just come across and go, oh, there's a word that's attached to that image and they go, oh, yes, that's relevant, it matches that, you know, so if it's an image of the book, maybe it's just the title of the book and, you know, off it goes, it finds it relevant. And then, yeah, if it's not relevant, that's when you don't sort of show up higher in the search. Yes. And that's also very good for making your website and information accessible as well. Screen readers, like you say, the bots, we're getting very techie here, but the bots that come out from Google and read your page also read, they read the same information as a screen reader, which is a voice that reads out the text on the screen. Somebody who doesn't have vision is able to listen to what the images are so they get the full idea and the full experience of the website. Exactly. If that reader comes across the image, it's if there's nothing attached to that image, it'll just skip over it because there's nothing there. That's right, yeah. I'm sure that will change at some point. Google will find a way around it, but mm. not for the moment. And so I guess the last step on that really is then again you can't just sit let your website sit there and think great I've got a website now people will find it 
it's the promotion aspect after that, isn't it? Exactly. But you can do all that yourself, can't you? You can. You definitely can. I think a lot of people start there and it's just when you get really busy, then you do outsource it. But to start with, yes, you can do. And as I said, do it yourself. So the first thing is, of course, jumping onto your socials and letting people know on the socials that, yeah, here's my website, check it out. Here's where you buy the book. Hopefully if you've got supportive friends, they'll be lining up to buy your book. Yeah, and sharing it out to their friends goes viral for you. So that's the first step to do it. But there's a lot of other things that you can do. But when maybe we get into that in a, another episode because that's a whole new other episode, really. Yeah, along the marketing. Well, we might have some questions for Christo from Basic Bananas when we speak to him next about marketing, although that will probably take up the entire conversation if we ask him. That <laughs> <laughs> just made me think I got invited to a book launch the other day and it was for a copywriter and there'll be plenty of snacks, alcohol-free, wine and alcohol and lots of awkward mingling. Oh, well, I'm... Count me in. <laughs> really? I think somebody who's written a book, you know, it's like you sort of, everyone's introverted perhaps as copywriters. I'm not sure, but it made me giggle because I thought, yeah, I could see myself doing some awkward mingling. <laughs> well, I suppose you're mixing with a whole heap of different people that you've never, ever met before. Not that, I mean, that's usually what networking is. You do come across people in the room when you're networking that some you will know and others you don't. So it can be a little bit awkward. I think you just go, well, how do you know the author, you know? Yeah. <laughs> are you in the book? <laughs> yeah, are you in the book? Oh, which character are you? <laughs> yeah. Let me guess. <laughs> I mean, that's another promotional idea, isn't it? Having a little book launch, inviting your friends and family and anyone you want to celebrate the fact that you've written a book. Oh, exactly, yes. And having another way to do it is going to coffee shops. So if you've got a favourite coffee shop that you like to frequent then you could approach them and say look would you be open to me having you know a book signing here because that way they've got traffic coming in anyway of course you need to invite some people too but you've got that traffic already coming in so it's a win-win for everyone because those people are going to buy you know something off the cafe and your book as well excellent okay well I think we could go on and on about all these ideas for no, we'll save that for another episode. Was there anything else you wanted to add on why you need to have a website? Oh, well, pretty much like if you don't have one, you know, where else are you going to sell the book? It's these days it's really important. And I think, I don't know if we discussed this, but I know that if I'm going to purchase something and there's someone with a website and one without, I'm going to buy off the one with the website because I'm going to be able to do a bit of research and find out about them as opposed to someone that doesn't have a website. I'm not going to be completely cold and I'm not going to know anything about them. And obviously the person that's got the website is a bit more serious about. It does convey that sort of seriousness, doesn't it? I mean, it is easy to set up social media and websites. It's not necessarily easy, but there are a lot of people doing it and there's a lot of people who know how to do it these days. So there's sort of no excuse for not having it. So if you don't, you really are letting yourself down with not having the way to promote it. Exactly, yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up then. Yes, I think so. And I'm not sure whether we're going to have a guest next week or we're going to talk about something else. Do we know? Well, the plan is hopefully to speak to Christo. We just need to organise our schedules. Christo Hall from Basic Bananas, a marketing mentoring program. We'll have a lot of ideas about copywriting and book coaching and how he sees it from a perspective of marketing. Probably more good ideas from him. And, yeah, 
that's it, I think, for today. Fantastic. So thank you very much, Sue, for joining us and thank you, listeners, for joining us today. Thank you very much for interviewing me, CJ. It's been awesome. Always a pleasure. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Take care for now. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.